this is Chris. Welcome to Odyssey. We're just getting ready for a time of wonder and discovery. So why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting adventure in Odyssey. Our goal is 3,000 items. And it's going to be mine. That's right, Roy. <laughs> Who is this man? Just stay away from my stuff. You out there on Radio Land? How many spaghetti strangers do you have? Okay. Thank you. Kids Radio, and for those of you just joining us tonight, we are sponsoring our first annual Share-a-thon. Our goal is 3,000 items. We want our listeners to pledge that they will donate 3,000 toys, items of clothing, or food to the Odyssey Shelter for the Homeless this weekend. So far, we have uh, 2,127 items pledged, but we only have half an hour to go. Earlier today... Fishbinds Jewelers here in Odyssey called in, said they would give $5,000 to the shelter if we made our goal in time. So give us a call as soon as you can. Jack. Yes, Connie? We've just received a call from the Barclays of Odyssey. They pledged 25 cans of food. Okay, great. And friends, you can do the same. Just call us at 555-1395. Share whatever you have for the people in need. That's what it's all about, Jack. Sharing. Which brings us to our next Kids Radio presentation, brought to you by some of us here at Wits End. It's the story of a girl named Jane. Jane is 12 years old and has a younger sister named Ashley. She's had to share everything with Ashley, her room, her toys, her clothes, and today she's decided that she just doesn't want to share anymore. Are you coming or not? Where? I just told you. Mom said we can go to Wits End. Get your bike. My bike has a flat. A flat? I ran over some glass. Well, I guess you just have to stay here then. Can't I ride with you on your bike? No. Why not? If you can't take care of your bike, it's not my fault. I'm not going to let you borrow mine every time you break yours. Can't I just sit on the back? There's lots of room. No, you're always using my things. Mom says you're supposed to share. Well, I'm sick of sharing. Just stay away from my stuff. Jane didn't realize that an attitude like that could do a lot of damage. That is, until the next morning, when some strange things began to happen, and she discovered she wasn't the only person who was sick of sharing. Okay, everyone, here's your breakfast. Scrambled right, eggs! Carol, that's a huge bowl. Well, I thought I'd make sure you were adequately prepared for the day. Nathan, would you bless it? Sure. Dear Lord, we thank you for this food, and we thank you for this day. Help us to glorify you in it. Amen. Amen. That's what hey, I'm over here. Whoa, I'm wait a minute. Hey, that's Jane. Who's over here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? What, Jane? You didn't leave any for me. Well, Jane, you have to be quick. What? You'll just have to eat something else. There's half a bagel. Eat that. Well, thanks. Would you pass me the butter, Ashley? Jane? What? That's Ashley's butter. You need to get your own. What? You can't use Ashley's butter. Since when does she have her own butter? Don't you see Ashley's name right there on the side? She had her name engraved on it? 
Jane went to school that day without eating and was very relieved when it came time for lunch. But her relief was short-lived. Hey, Caleb. Hi, Jane. You gotta help me. I forgot my lunch today. Can I have your apple? Don't you have any money? No, that's why I need your apple. I don't have anything to eat, and I am starving. How much will you give me for it? I don't have any money. I just told you. Look, look at this. I'll pull out my pockets. There. All I have are two lint balls and a pen cap. Well, if you don't have any money, then I can't give you my apple. Why not? You never even eat your apple. I might. You've brought an apple to school every day for the past six years, and I've never seen you take one bite. Who knows? Maybe I'll be in the mood for an apple today. See ya. Oh, Caleb, <sighs> Cynthia, Cynthia, come here. Yeah, Jane? Do you have any money? Yes. Could I borrow some? Oh, sorry. No. I have a policy. What policy? Well, I don't lend money to people who have their pockets sticking out like that. <laughs> See ya. Wait, I'll sell you something. What? Um, this bracelet. Ooh, well, hmm, it's pretty nice. Um, I'll give you 75 cents for it. 75 cents? Take it or leave it. All right, fine. I'm starving. Thanks. Um, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah? How much is the salad? A dollar. Hmm, too much. How about french fries? 85 cents. Still too much. What do you say about, um, chicken sticks? 80. Tuna? 78. Jello? 76. Breadsticks? 50. Really? With a 30 cent purchase. Man. Jane continued to try to find someone who would let her borrow the money she needed. Then, when a vending machine failed to give her the thing she desired most in life, cheese doodles, she took a rage out on it, kicking it again and again. The principal didn't care for this vandalistic act and called her father. I can't believe this, Jane. I was called to your school because you were kicking a vending machine. I'm sorry. When you get home, you do realize you're going to be punished for this. Yes, I'll just be glad to get home. It's been an awful day. Uh, Jane? What? What are you doing? Getting in the car. Jane, this is my car. You can't ride in my car. You have to walk home. What? Sorry. What's going on? Why is everybody so mean? Guess I'd better get home. Fortunately for Jane, as she was walking down the street with tears flowing down her cheeks, the world mysteriously took another turn. Jane? Ashley? Why are you crying? Just had a lousy day. You need a ride? Well, yeah, I do. Here, you can ride with me. Really? Sure. Get on. Thanks. You look hungry. I've got a half a sandwich left over from lunch. You want it? I sure do. Thanks. I'm glad I came by. Looks like you would have had to walk all the way home. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ashley? Yeah? Anytime you want to ride my bike, just ask, okay? Okay. Thanks. Jane's life went back to normal after that, except for one thing. From now on, she'd be more willing to share with others. Thank you, Connie, for that presentation. And that's one reason for sharing, because one day you'll need someone to share with you. A wonderful message that we all need. Uh, joining us now is local celebrity Everett Nielsen, Channel 5's own television news anchorman. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Nielsen. You bet, Jack. You know, a lot of people come up to me and they say, Everett... 
You've been the Channel 5 Anchorman for six years now. You won the award for Best Anchor Person at Odyssey two years in a row. And then last year, you were robbed of the award when the guy from Channel 3 bought off every judge with a pair of gold cufflinks. Allegedly. So, Everett, what is the most important part of your job? You know what I tell him? It is the ability to use my star power to promote wonderful things like this. And I want to tell you a story. I was eating dinner with a family just on the outskirts of Odyssey here, and we were having spaghetti. And I glanced into the kitchen, and I noticed that the wife was using two wooden spoons to strain her spaghetti noodles. And I asked, why? I said, why do you do that? And she turned to me, and she said, because I don't have a spaghetti strainer. The woman didn't even own a spaghetti strainer. And you, you out there in Radio Land, sitting there in your ivory towers, how many spaghetti strainers do you have? Two, three, four even? Let me ask you this. How many of you have more spaghetti strainers than you even have packages of spaghetti? I have one word for you. Give. Jack? Okay, Everett. <laughs> Thank you. We'll take a break and be back with more of the Pledge Drive and more stories right after this. word that we are over the 2,500 mark. That's fantastic. Only 500 more to go. But we have only 20 minutes left, so call as soon as you can. Meanwhile, we have another story. Yes, we do, Connie. This is the story of Roy. Roy was the manager of an apartment building, and he lived in the building himself. And he could have told you firsthand that the building needed a lot of work done to it. It had cracked windows, rusty pipes, broken down appliances. Then one day, the owner of the building, Mr. Harding, came to visit Roy. Just a second. Oh, oh Mr. Harding, uh, hello. <laughs> Good to see you. Roy, I was walking around the building today, and I noticed something very disturbing. Oh, oh look, Mr. Harding, I I've been meaning to get the dead squirrel out of the ice machine for weeks. I've just been very That's busy. That's not what I'm talking about, Roy. Well, not exactly. I'm talking about the condition of the place. Oh, the, the condition, yes, Mr. Harding. I I'll get right to it. The You're not in any trouble, Roy. Stop groveling. Yes, sir. I like the places that I own to be of the highest quality. I demand it of myself, my property, and my employees. I would like a complete renewal of this apartment building, and I would like it immediately. <gasps> but, sir, I don't have the resources for I know, for such... I know. That's why I'm going to give you $25,000. <laughs> Here's the check. Twenty. Five. I'll leave it up to your discretion in how you use it. A thousand dollars? I'll be back in a month to see your progress. Check. Money. Twenty-five thousand. Oh, my goodness. Hello, and welcome to Hardware World. May I help you? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, sure. Yes, you can. Uh, I'm Roy, and I need to spend some money. Well, you came to the right place. Oh, good. Well, could you kind of show me around a little? Sure. Over here we have bathroom land. Oh, good. Bathtubs. Oh, lots of people complaining about cracks in the bathtubs. This one's nice. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Well, could I ask you a question? Well, sure. How many times has this happened to you? 
You're lying in the bathtub in that wonderful, soothing, warm water, uh. and you suddenly discover that the soap is at the other end of the bathtub. Oh. You have to sit up, get cold and uncomfortable, oh. and your bath is virtually ruined. Oh. Well, that happens to me all the time. Of course it does. It happens to all of us. Annoying, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. Take a look over here, Roy. <gasps> wow! Introducing the bathtub of the future. Take this. What is it? The remote control. With it, you can control the temperature of the water, shower head intensity, water hardness, water depth, water purity, and Roy. Yes. With this button right here, you can have your soap delivered to you in the back of the bathtub. I love it. I've got to have one of these. I know you do. Well, how much does it cost? The sales tag is right there. Oh, does the store come with it? No. Oh, wow. That's some price. I could never give one of those to every tenant. But you could get one for yourself, couldn't you? Yes. Yes, I, I could. But I, I don't know. Come on, Roy. You deserve it. Haven't you worked hard all your life? Go for it, Roy. Yes. Yes, I do deserve this. I'll get someone to ring it up for you. I can't believe it. This is the best bathtub I've ever seen. And it's going to be mine. That's right, Roy. <laughs> now... Allow me to turn your attention to relaxation country. Take a look at these stereo cabinets. You know, I could use another one of those. Oh, you can never have too many. This here is the deluxe model. It has the capacity to hold and program up to 14,000 compact discs. Incredible! Just a second. Oh, Trudy, what's up? The temperature in my apartment. Do you know it's 97 degrees in there? Oh, well, that's pretty hot. I've left a note on your door three days in a row to fix it. Now, what's taking so long? Uh, well, you know, uh, I don't own this place, and if I'm going to fix something, I've got to have the money for it. And as of now, I'm out. You don't have any money? I thought our landlord gave you money. He did, and I used it. You used it? Then how come none of that money came my way? I've got a broken thermostat. My bedroom floor slants so much, my poor cat can't get out of the southwest corner. My bathroom sink's been spitting out this gravy stuff like it's got a bad cold. And my refrigerator... Wait a minute. What's that sound? Uh, 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 what sound? It sounds like... Get out of my way. Oh, uh, no, don't, don't, don't go in there. You have a hot tub in your living room. Uh. It, it, was, it was a gift. Look at all this stuff. A new stereo. Trudy. A pool table. Pinball machine. And that's my rec room. You used all the money on yourself. Oh, come on, Trudy. That's ridiculous. You uh, didn't have all this before. Yes, uh, I actually, I did. It, it was in storage. You're lying. And you know what? I'm telling the landlord. Uh, what? You're gonna get it. Uh, no, Trudy, don't do that. He's, he's very busy. I'll fix your thermostat. I promise. Mr. Harding, pleasure to see you. Oh, is it? Mm, that surprises me. Especially after what I heard today. Uh, whatever you heard, sir, it was a lie. I don't think so, Roy. I just took a tour of the work you've been doing around the building. It was a short tour. You've done nothing. Well, actually, you know, I, I, I've just started on the... Oh, and what is this? A hot tub? A new stereo? Very nice. You're fired, Roy. Fired? And evicted. Evicted? And I'm taking all of this stuff back. My stuff. That was not your money to spend, Roy. It was mine. And I entrusted it to you. I want you out of here by the end of the week. And that's another reason for sharing. Because what we have is not really ours in the first place. It's God's world. 
He lends us everything we have, and He expects us to use it well. Unlike Roy, we need to take what we're given and be willing to share it with other people. Okay, we only have ten minutes left in our pledge drive. Connie, how are we doing? Jack, we still need 104 gifts to make our goal. So if anyone out there is planning on making a donation, do it now. The number is 555-1395. Right now we have two special guests in the studio, Erica and Haley Clark. Well, hi, girls. Hi, hi Mr. Mr. Allen. They're here to make a donation. Girls, would you like to tell us what you're giving? We're giving away all of the stuffed animals we've ever owned. Except for a couple. That is great. And how many stuffed animals are you talking about here? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven? Oh, my. We just thought we'd bring this here in. Leave them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you could see the studio right now. The floor is covered with stuffed animals. But, uh, you know, nobody wants them. We can just take them back. Oh, girls, these animals are going to make some children out there very happy. Yeah, right. That's the important thing. He's right. But, uh, you know, these animals are very special. Yeah, whoever gets these, be good to them. They all have names and name tags. This one here, if you could see it, says, Hello, my name is Sparkles. <laughs> and underneath there's some directions for caring for each animal. Good. Don't put Blueberry Bear in the wash with anything else. Yeah. Don't okay. clean your... We any- thank you for your gift. It was obviously difficult for you. Are you sure these will get to the kids? I'll make sure. Because we don't want to be walking down the street and see little Peach Bit over here sprawled out in the gutter, cold and Yeah, lonely. I understand, yes. Uh, Connie? Um, we have one more story for you be- before we have to say goodbye. And it's also about sharing. Once upon a time, long ago in a faraway land, there lived a boy named Daniel. He was the oldest of three children in his family. And one day, after the family had bought their food for the week... These crowds are terrible today. Well, Mother, at least we have enough food to last us a while. We will have to come back to the village for another week. I am thankful for that. Daniel, could you find the cart and bring it here? I don't think I can carry this basket any farther. Okay. I'll be right back. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, May I help you with that basket? No, thank you. My son's coming back with our cart. It seems to be quite heavy for you. Perhaps I could just hold it until your son returns. No, really. I'll be fine. Please, allow me to help you. You seem as if you're struggling. I said I'm fine. Then maybe I should just... Take it! Mother! Mother! Mother, what happened? That man stole our food! Where'd he go? That way! Daniel, don't. He was much bigger than you. Surely there is something we can do. There's nothing. It's gone. Are you okay? (sighs) That was the only food we had. It was supposed to last us the entire week. (gasps) What are we going to do? I can work for it. I'll go out tonight and earn some money so we can buy food tomorrow. At least another day's worth. Oh, son, there's no work you can get. I can try. It's already late. I'll go early in the morning. Daniel, please, Mother. Yes? Um, hello. Uh, my name's Daniel, and I was wondering if you had any work I could do for food. (laughs) From where did you come, Daniel? Work is very scarce here. I know, sir. But if there's anything I can do... No, nothing. Please, I'll do whatever you ask. My family needs to eat. 
You'll do field work? Yes. For how much food? Just a day's worth, sir. Well, all right. There is some work you could do in the fields, but it isn't easy. I understand. I'll do it. Daniel worked very hard in the fields that day, and near the end of the day, the man rewarded him with a generous helping of bread and fish. Daniel gratefully took it and headed home. But on his way, he came upon a large crowd sitting in a field. He was stopped by a man in the crowd. Excuse me. Yes. I noticed that you're carrying some food there. I was wondering if you could help us. Help you do what? Well, this crowd is very hungry. Would you be so kind as to share your food with the whole crowd? Please. We'll use anything you can give to us. But I can't give this. It's for my family. They haven't eaten yet today. Well, if you would just allow me to take your basket to that man over there. I worked very hard for this food. I understand. You have no obligation at all to these people, but my master sent me. Your master? Yes. Please, would you bring it to him? Master, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. Thank you. Make the people sit down. Sit. The master asks us to sit. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this our daily bread, and we thank you for this young one, who's been so willing to share it. Amen. Andrew, Philip, begin handing out the food to the crowd. Who is this man? His name is Jesus. Jesus fed all of the people there that day, all five thousand of them, with just one basket of food. And after it was all done, there were twelve baskets of food left over, and Daniel took back even more food than he had before. And that's another reason for sharing, because Jesus asks us to. Okay, that was our final story, and it looks like we only have a few seconds left. Connie, give us an update. Well, we're still twelve pledges short, Jack. Call quickly. We have to get twelve more pledges in the next minute, because Fishbinds Jewelers will give five thousand dollars to the shelter if we make our deadline. Call now. Maybe the people of Odyssey have run out of things to give. Anything. We'll take anything. Really, just hurry. We only have thirty-five seconds left. The number is five 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 one three nine five. Yes, what Connie says. Toys, clothes. Please. I mean, there's got to be somebody out there who hasn't given that wants to. Twenty-five uh, seconds. Wait a minute. You don't have a minute. No, no, Connie. I just thought of something. There is someone in Odyssey who hasn't given yet. Who? Me. I've been so busy telling other people to give that I haven't made a pledge myself. Great, but do it fast. Ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I pledge twelve. Ah,、uh, we're running out of time. Mugs. Yes, I pledge twelve mugs, and all say "World's Greatest Grandpa." World's Greatest Grandpa. <laughs> With that, an extra five thousand dollars goes to the Odyssey Shelter for the Homeless from Fishbinds Jewelers, along with three thousand toys, pieces of. Mugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd say the night was a success, wouldn't you? Most definitely. So there we have it. We're out of time. Special thanks to Fletcher Fishbine for his generous donation, and I guess we'll see you next year at the second annual Shareathon. Good night, everybody, and thanks for sharing. Hebrews thirteen sixteen says. Do not forget to do good to others and share with them what you have. These are the sacrifices that please God.
You know, it's good to see that Odyssey's a town full of people who are willing to give what they have to others. And we should be the same way. We should share with our brothers and sisters and kids at school. And we should always be ready to give food, clothing, and toys to the needy. Why? Because these are the things that please God. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Share and Share Alike was written by Marshall Younger and directed by Paul McCusker. Our production engineer was Mark Brewery. And our executive producer was Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.